Yourself. Hey, everybody. It's another episode of Go Flix Yourself. My name is Ben Conowitz, and with me, as always, is the movie gallery of my blockbuster, Bradford Omen. Hey, that's me. And I, Bra- a small, small movie shop. Small movie shop? Yeah. That's what you want to be known as? Small movie shop. Yeah, you know why? why? Small movie shops are the coolest. Blockbuster's corporate sellout. <sighs> the, the Suck it. Okay. <laughs> Suck it. Wow. Do you remember what, what movie gallery was called before it was a movie gallery? Take One Video. Nope. Take One Video. Was Hollywood Video. Right. Nope. Hollywood Video is Michigan City. Um, movie gallery? Nope. Movie gallery 2? Box Office Video. <gasps> Box Office Video! Oh, yeah. You I know what, Nate? Remember. You can be the family video to my blockbuster. Hey, I like family video. I'm wholesome. Yeah. You are. You're, you're I remember it was such a big fan. Small town charm. It's such a big deal when family video finally came to the port because it was like fucking free kids movies. It was just, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I think is I, that how you were at how six years old? Yeah, like, my, my voice was that deep too. <laughs> Mom, I want a kids movie. <laughs> Mom, can we get the new Land Before Time? <laughs> the one where Littlefoot dies. Whoa! Spoiler. Yeah. Sorry. Jeez. I'm sorry. Kids out there listening to this and they haven't watched all the Land Before Time movies. All they're not caught up. Twelve of them, I think. Yeah, we did this. We did a game about the Land Before Time series on the podcast previously. It's a lot of them. It's like how many were there? And there were like thirteen. Yep, sequels. yep, yep. <laughs> it's a lie from Land Before Time. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. No, I've never seen it. Ducky says it. That doesn't sound That's like a, a great memory, by the way, because I don't remember any of the characters' names. I used to watch the original Land Before Time a lot. So Littlefoot. Like when did you stop watching it? Oh gosh, Tuesday, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Littlefoot, Ducky, Sarah, uh, oh, Chomper is the T Rex. He's big as the Chompers. Spike is the the, uh, the 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 like the sleepy one. He's like the Eeyore of the group. Sheboygan. I think that's it. Those are the main ones, right? Buddy Holly. Yeah, I'm looking at the characters. Lightfoot. Littlefoot. It, or Littlefoot. Sarah? Is yeah, that right? Sarah's the Triceratops. Ducky. Uh-huh. What about Petrie? Did you name Petrie? Oh, no. Petrie's the bird. That's, that's right. That's a dish. <laughs> so this is a movie podcast. Yeah. We talk about movies, guys. We talk about the last movies we saw. We talk about uh, trailers. Land of Time Rewatch podcast. Yep. Uh, Land Before Time. Not Nate. <laughs> it's not a... Not, Obviously, I've seen it. Not a TV podcast whatsoever. Only a movie podcast. Well, we'll see. <laughs> no, I won't. love how Brad's warming up to no. the idea. No, <laughs> no. You know, here's the thing. I will never qualify this as a movie and TV because podcast. Because it's not. But I'll still occasionally bring up TV shows. Not occasionally. Every episode you guys do. I haven't. Every episode somebody does. No, no, not nah, bro. That ain't me. I, I don't. I don't believe it. You are the worst offender. I don't think so. <laughs> I I don't remember ever bringing up a TV show on this podcast. He makes uh, a good point. Uh, so Brad, do you have a do you have a sponsor who 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 organically reached out to the show and said, "Hey, you know what? I want to give you guys some money to sponsor this episode." Ben, let me ask you. A CBS Ghosts on CBS. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just, Fucking shoehorning grandpa in. over here trying to. Uh, oh, are you guys watching Ghosts on CBS? It's after NCIS. Uh, I don't but know. before Blue Blood, we got to hit on Ghosts. It's I don't know show. about you, but I love watching Ghosts on CBS. That that <laughs> that Indian fella's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? I forget his name. I don't know. I've only seen the first episode. <laughs> it was it was enjoyable though. <laughs> <laughs> It is, it is a good it's show. Shit all over me. Like, actually, goes on CBS. Pretty good. It's a solid show. I've been I, I meaning to go back to it. Is that CBS's new sl- slogan? CBS. It's pretty good. I don't know. No, CBS. This show's actually surprisingly good. <laughs> hey, just just try yeah, it. Give it a chance. Yeah. No, no, really, guys. It, it's not that bad. CBS. See what happens. <laughs> uh, ben, let me ask you a question. Oh boy. Uh, who has the best French fries? Ooh. Uh, of all the fast food restaurants, yeah. I think that. 
Rallies has the best French fries. Yeah, that's the correct answer. Nate, do you agree? That's fine. That's fine? When's the last time you had Rallies French fries? It's been a while. 2005. Okay, maybe? there you go. Oh, okay. Do, do, you, do you have a different French He was on his way to see the exorcism of Emily Rose, and he got <laughs> Rallies. Wow. I mean, I, I will say that a fresh fry, freshly salted. It's, it's pronounced French fry, but okay. From... <laughs> From McDonald's is a good. Yes, yeah, that's that is, true. No, yeah. you're, you're right. If you can get the friend, the the fresh French fries from McDonald's, they it's got to be salted though too because I want a little bit of salt on my fry. Aren't they always salted? No, I had I was really mad the other day because I had some fries that were fresh, but it was not salted, and I maybe they just didn't salt them enough. Maybe you got like the fries that were like at the bottom. Yeah, no, anyway, I, I was excited because I'm like, well, <laughs> good. Maybe, Maybe Lord. I'll get a fry that's got some salt on it eventually. Ate through the whole thing, no salt. <laughs> now, Nate, would you qualify this as a French fry podcast now? <laughs> Also, do you not just have fucking table salt? Can't you just put salt on them? It's not the same. They no, have- it, it, not the same because it's a lot like of a finer salt. Yeah, um, that's true. But but B, I was in my car. Like yeah. I, I got it delivered also, out to the car. Yeah, and like the and also when you do your own salt, the salt doesn't stick on the fries because the Thank oil you. isn't fresh on the fries. So it, that's, it needs that's to why you got to get it right away. Process. It needs to happen in the process. He's right. Nate knows. So no, you just you put the salt in the ketchup and then you dip it in the ketchup and you're good to go. Well, first of all, if you're dipping McDonald's fries in ketchup, you're doing something you're doing wrong. It wrong. Uh, what? I, what? Plus, why? I eat it in my car, so I don't have the ketchup you there anyway. Like, but yo, oh my god, this is not a French fry podcast. What the fuck? What's the sponsor? No, I definitely don't. Dip my McDonald's French fries in no because you don't need to okay. if, they're, if they're good the, the, enough exactly I'm then they're perfect listener I same with so Rally's fries too I'm not I'm, dipping those motherfuckers if, in if I remember I'm right so though sorry. Rally's no fries are they are they um uh oh my god uh, crispy and seasoned okay yeah as I say yeah, yeah they've got some seasoning to them right? yeah they're yeah. delicious they're perfect yeah okay so well Ben I'm glad you said that you like ketchup with your French fries I we, do yeah so because I got I got a treat for you Ben. I'm gonna, is this I'm, just ketchup? I'm gonna. It's just, it's just, it's just <laughs> open ketchup. Up, open up. Lean back, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna hand you this can of Pringles, and you can check out what the flavor is. We right, call right it Heinz. French fries and ketchup. French fries and ketchup is the flavor of wait, these Pringles. Wait, 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 is it ketchup or catsup? It's ketchup. It's ketchup. Yeah, I'm not doing catsup again, Grandpa. <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and try out these ketchup and French fries Pringles. Get yourself a little crunch there. Crunch on them. Now, Nate, I noticed that you put the Pringle in your mouth upside down. Is that how you always do? No. Yeah, look, watch, Wait. watch him. Okay, now he he didn't do that the first time though. I don't. I feel like he doesn't ever look. I think he just puts <laughs> a bunch on my mouth. I literally had no like. Yeah, I, I don't no, have a like, reference point to this. How are, how are the ketchup and French fry Pringles? They taste like ketchupy. Yeah, I actually well, like this. This is good. Actually, the one thing I think is is interesting about these, where you get these. Uh, I found them at Walmart. It took me a while to find them on the ground. <laughs> it took me a while to find these. These have been out for like uh, I think a couple months now. They came out with two other Pringles flavors: uh, Philly cheesesteak and hot honey. And they were at their. Um, That's what I call Ben. Hot honey <laughs> is my nickname. Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they um and these were supposed to be out along with them. Those are delicious. Couldn't find them anywhere. It took me forever. I finally found them at Walmart recently and got them. But no one. Uh, so I've talked about ketchup chips. I think on this before because Brittany introduced me to them. My girlfriend Brittany. Uh, she loves ketchup you chips. Love it? And is that a thing? Honestly, from Canada. <laughs> It, oh, no, it really is. I was going to say Australia. No, no, not not from Australia uh, or Africa. It's it's, it's a, the ketchup chips are big in Canada. You can get them everywhere. Oh but, yeah, yeah, but they're harder to find down here. Some stores happen to have them every now and then. Convenience stores. Uh, so I was really excited to get these so that there were some more ketchup chips around. I'm 
impressed because not only do they have the ketchup flavor, they actually taste like French fries too. Like it's not just well, a, it's a potato chip. Well, no, but so that, no, but that, that that's help. what I, it helps. But that's a, what I was surprised plus by. It's a Pringle. I like a Pringle because they because they don't taste like the the original Pringles we, mixed with ketchup. Can we just get that audio of just Nate saying that? It's a good Pringle. I, I like a Pringle. It's a good Pringle. I like a Pringle. Um, but yeah, so like it, it has a French fry flavor with the ketchup, and it's not just the original Pringles flavor, which I was I was surprised by. So yeah, our listeners should really try one of these. You're good. Yeah, go if you can go try and find them at Walmart. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Brad finally found a good sponsor. I've been begging. I've been begging for a good sponsor for a while. Thanks, buddy. Hey, we'll keep these. You're welcome. No. Yeah, we're gonna keep these. No. Yeah, these are gonna be for for future guests. We're gonna put them all over there. This took me a while to find. Don't yeah, eat them. Actually, Don't eat them all, they, Grandpa. Eat them all. You, all of them. It, Jesus. We're just going to have a, a, a two-person conversation, and you just go as, as long as you want to go, Nate. <laughs> You're, a You're a monster. I love this. Have so a much. long day. Brad, <laughs> what's the last movie you saw? Uh, the last movie I saw, actually, we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit because it's also the. I don't know if it's the last movie. You saw. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's not the last I movie you saw. I can't but, wait to hear. But it's but it's a big movie, and we'll talk about that one last. Uh, so before that, uh, the the previous movie I watched uh, was uh, Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. This you're really on a bodyguard kick. This is this just kind of just happened by uh, coincidence uh, because I've, I I think you're gonna say by accident. <laughs> I, I'm kind of. I had this movie sent to me a while back. Uh, I, I get you know Blu-rays every now and then sent to me from from the studio, which is great when I miss something. Humble bread. And this was one of one of them. Uh, but I wish I did miss it because it's awful. <laughs> oh no! It is just bad. Is uh, it long? It's yeah, it's like almost two and a half hours yeah, long. Yeah, I heard it's long. Uh, and it's just it's it's like a lifetime movie. Like Oof. it's it's it, it, it felt that way in the even in the trailers. Too. Yeah, like it didn't the, feel the good. performances aren't good. It's it, it is a paint by numbers formulaic biopic through and through, and not even in like a normal good way. Like movies like uh, Ray and Walk the Line and stuff like that are fantastic. They're great movies. Uh, this is not because it's like a montage of like milestones, including. Uh, a couple bits of Bobby Brown being a piece of shit and Whitney Houston getting caught up in drugs. Otherwise, it's it's like the most cliche way of presenting like Whitney Houston's big career moments. Her getting her her record deal, her uh, finding out about uh, uh, the singing the "I Will Always Love You" song from the Bodyguard. Stop eating the fucking <laughs> chips. <laughs> Crunchy I was I was watching on the side of my my Crunchy eye, McDick. and I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna bite that right in the like, we're, son of a right bitch. when Brad's talking, and I'm gonna laugh so hard. I'm talking about the late Whitney Houston <laughs> and the <laughs> shitty movie that they made for her. I mean, and you're over there crunching <laughs> they, chips. They're really good. They, your dumb face, just looking at him like I'm gonna do it. <laughs> you're lucky that this isn't cocaine. <laughs> Don't you fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me those chips. Get him. Put them back. Get him home. Stop eating my chips. He had a tough day. It doesn't mean he gets chips. He's, else, he's got beer. What else have you seen? Jesus, that movie's bad though. Don't, yeah, don't, don't, watch don't it. even bother. Like seriously, you know, it's good. It's not worth it. These chips. Oh my god. <laughs> what else did you see, buddy? I also watched uh, the Woman King. Uh, oh, with Viola oh, Davis. I, I, I really want to see that. How yeah, was it? It's great. It's fantastic. It, it has a kind of a classic. Uh, War movie feel to it in in a way, but like it's it has it's kind of like, like set in like what eighteen hundred yeah it's kind of it's kind of like uh, it feels a little bit like Gladiator okay um, but yeah it, it follows Villa Davis and this uh, group of all female warriors for a part of uh, the, the the Dahomey tribe truish story right yeah yeah and uh, it's um and it follows them and like they're just these like intense like dedicated warriors who fight for the king and do you think you could win in a fight no oh god no. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and like, yeah, Viola Davis would just just kill me, just wreck, your just life. just destroy me. 
Yeah, I would be done. Dunzo. Uh, yeah, she's she's a, a fucking beast in this movie. Um, and yeah, and it's very good. There's uh, great, great battle scenes in it. It's uh, solid drama, great performances. It's nice to see John Boyega doing something outside of Star Wars since they kind of gave him the shaft and didn't really do much with Finn as a character. Um, but yeah, it's it's good for sure. I, I, nice I little it. subtle jab there. At Star Wars, the sequel trilogy that yeah. ruined Finn as a character. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you mean, uh, but yeah, it's you'll you'll, you'll liken it if you watch it. You'll you'll be happy about it. Besides the the, the big one, is anything else that you checked out? No, that's uh, that's pretty much pretty much. I rewatched Air, but I'll let you talk about Air because yeah you know, yeah. Uh, you want to go next, Nate? Or I can if yeah. you if you'd like me to. Yeah, go next because then I'll end with the big one that we're. Nate, right. what's the last movie you saw? Hey Ben and Brett. Oh boy, if you could join. Any band or musical group as a member, which one would it be? How many sons are there in Mumford? Two. Okay, that's not enough. I would need to be part of a very successful ensemble so that I could just like be in the band but not really do much. Look cool, but like you not don't have want no- to do much, or like you're worried because you don't have talent. Well, uh, Bo- I mean, both can be could- true. In this scenario, I think you're good enough to be in the band. Right? Yeah, yeah, I, oh, I would okay. hope, right? I mean, okay, but like if 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 you. If you look at a band that you like and say, I would love to be in that band. Foo Fighters. That was my answer. Uh, I think Or Weezer. I think Pearl Jam. Really? I like I think that out of like you can say, Oh, I'd like to be on Guns N' Roses because that's like the most popular band of the eighties, whatever I wanted to live there. But you know that that's a train wreck. I don't want to be in Guns N' Roses. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like bands that have infighting and stuff suck. So I think Pearl Jam has been pretty consistently, you know, together and, and Spoon Man. That's not even Pearl Jam. <laughs> God. But anyway, I so, think that would be cool. For me, it would also... Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. How about you, Nate? For me, it'd also be the Foo Fighters. Oh. Uh, for Marky Mark, though, it would be Steel Dragon. Fuck uh, yeah. Uh, I forgot uh, I assigned uh, this to you. <laughs> boy, does it make it awkward with the Funky Bunch. And so uh, I watched a movie called Rockstar, which is the uh, another uh, biopic of Chad Kroger from Nickelback. No, and, no, um, it's not. It's, it's not? I thought no. it was. <laughs> it is It is inspired by a true story, though. It is. I saw that. I think, I forget which band it is. But So uh, this is a movie from... Journey? Mm, no, it's not 2003, 2004, is that right? Somewhere in there, Brad? Uh, yeah. Maybe a little later. I want to say maybe... 2001. 2001, um, yeah. And so it starts, uh, stars uh, Mark Wahlberg and Jennifer Aniston... Um, the other and, members of Steel Dragon and uh, yeah. Judas Priest is based on. That's gotcha. Right. And so it's 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 a fun movie actually. It, it's kind of like a I don't even know how, it's really hard to define this movie as a genre because it's it's almost like a musical um, because there's a lot yeah. of music obviously being sung. But the the plot of the movie is uh, Mark Wahlberg is the lead singer of a cover band or a tribute band uh, for this kind of hard rock or kind of glam rock 80s band. Rock, yeah. Yeah. Um, and eventually, they need a new lead singer. Somebody gives them the tape of him, and he becomes the lead singer. Um, but what happens sometimes is when our dreams get realized, we realize that maybe that wasn't the dream we should have been dreaming for. Because wow, it's deep. Being the lead singer of a he glam just said dream nineteen times in the same sentence. Yeah, being the lead singer of a glam rock band is, is not all that's cocaine cracked up to be. Not better than being the boyfriend of Jennifer Aniston. It's true. Yeah. And he realizes at the end. Movie fame, over. fame is a fickle friend. Also, uh, I believe the movie ends with him trying to keep a high note going and a, a guy in the front row being able to keep the high note going longer than him until he knows his reign is over. Is that correct? Yeah. The, he does, yeah. Yeah, the final concert, he's doing like the high note and someone else he hears in the audience singing it longer. Yeah. I think that's, 
I, I, that's indelible because I've only seen that movie once and I still remember that yeah. scene. Sometimes you just have to pass the baton on. It's true. It's the true. the music in this movie is awesome. It's good. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. It, it, I mean, it's not the best movie, but it is a lot of fun. The music's fun. Marky Mark is fine. Jennifer Aniston's great, and so yeah, I'd watch it. I was glad I watched it. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. You know who? You know who's in this movie? Marky Mark, Jason Fleming, Ben. Remember we talked about Jason Fleming? Oh, yeah, I can't remember from the Guy Ritchie movies. <gasps> oh my God, yes! Yeah, he's the lead singer of Steel. Ben Dragon. doesn't know. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. Uh, now that we <laughs> talked about Lock Stock, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So Good is for uh, Jason Fleming. I know, right? Timothy Oliphant, who doesn't age, by the way. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, he looks today the same age as he did back then. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, he still he's looks handsome. handsome. I mean, this was twenty years ago, so I mean, I know, but I'm just saying, twenty years 20 older, years. he still looks the same. Today. He does. Except he just his hair is a little more gray, just and he slightly. still looks handsome as hell. Yeah, <laughs> like the um, way he he looks like yeah, he looks so cool in uh, in uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah, he does. Um, he's a cool guy. I give him a kiss. I, I, I probably would too. I was in his trailer once. Did you give him a kiss? Yeah. Give him a kiss. <laughs> Breaking news. Bradford Omen has kissed. And Timothy that's where Oliphant. he was for seven months. No, I did. I think I don't. I think I told the story on this podcast before. Maybe. Or, or, no, maybe. I don't think you did. I, think you did. I, I, I had. I interviewed by. I interviewed him by himself, uh, by happenstance because I. I was the only one there at the time when he had the time to do it. Oh. I did a set visit for this movie that everybody has forgotten about because it's not good at all. Uh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Put the fucking Pringles down. I'm gonna fucking destroy you. Give me, throw them over here. Throw them over here right now. I'm not continuing the podcast until you throw the chips over here. Throw them on the futon. Dad's mad. Throw them on the futon right now. Throw no. Throw. Not, not oh, right in the fucking face. If any of these are broken in here, <laughs> I swear to God. Oh my god, that was awesome. I'll turn this podcast around. <laughs> uh, but no, so it's a movie called I Am Number Four. Uh, and this came around at like it was like the craze of young adult. Uh, I remember sci-fi this. Adaptations. Yeah, yeah. It's awful. Uh, but he's he's in it. And is he number four? I was on the set. He's not number four. No, but I remember seeing the trailer and thinking this looks great. But it wasn't great. Oof, no. Yeah. <laughs> Narrator. But it wasn't. Great. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, but uh, he's in the movie, and I was on set, and I was one of the first people who was there. My flight got there on time. Others were delayed, and so I'm there watching them film and stuff like that. And they're like, "Well, they're like." Uh, you know, uh, Timothy has time right now. If you want to talk to him, uh, like it's going to be just you. I was like, but if you're ready to do that, and I was like, oh y- yeah, sure. And I don't have tons of questions ready right. because I'm expecting a whole other group of people to be with me. So, but I do, I do my best. And uh, he was not the easy interview, not because he was a jerk or anything, but just he's not like very forthcoming necessarily. Like you have to ask him the right questions. I'm not necessarily sure he was. Maybe, I think that's his personality a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, I, 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 I think it. so too. And I also think that maybe. He probably wasn't super into the movie because just just kind of he knew it sucked. Whatever, yeah, maybe. But it was cool to talk to him. He was. He was he, do you think he could have been put off because it was like, oh, there's only one person here, and I, I just, it's not. Gonna be I don't think so. Time? Honestly, what what it is, and like, like, or is it because it was you? An actor has to be like really in like the right mindset and space to like do interviews on set because they're supposed to be acting. You know, they're there and they're doing their job, and it can really interrupt like the process and the job and that kind of thing. Um, and not that necessarily he's that kind of kind of actor, but like you know, it's 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 something that they have to do. And and with him, you know, I don't think he's the kind of person to like all of a sudden put on like a happy face and like do a show and like act like everything is like oh yeah let's let's fucking try to improvise. Uh-huh. I listen to him. He's he's really close friends, like 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 personally close friends with Conan O'Brien. So I've listened to him on on his podcast before once or twice. Um, but he also is a pretty private person. Yeah, he's been married to the same person since 1991. They they just he doesn't love. Yeah, he doesn't love 
the, he likes to act. That's what yeah. he wants to do, right? <laughs> so yeah, he was, but he was he was very yeah. polite. I, I sat with him in his trailer, just across from him at like the whatever, like the you know the dining room table, I guess you could say, of the trailer. And I like him uh, in in the the bit supporting roles that he does a lot, mm-hmm. like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It was, he's great in that, right? Yeah. Um, I never saw Justified. I heard it was incredible. I've heard Justified is very good as well. Yeah. Bailey was really into the Santa Clarita diet. I've heard that he was and in that. As well. She loved him in that. Yeah. He's so there you go. Oh, fuck. I brought up a TV show. God damn it. <laughs> he did it. No. Go on. Anyway. All right. Well, guys, that's it. Now we end the podcast when Ben brings up a TV show. <laughs> well, it's been You fun. know the rules. Bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, <laughs> uh, my gosh. Uh, and you watched anything else, Nate, or did you only watch Rockstar this week? Um, no, I, I've been really busy. It was actually hard to watch. I had to stay late to watch that one last night. So, uh, no, that's all, that's all I watched. Hey, thanks for doing it, though, buddy. Yeah, we appreciate I, I haven't missed a movie yet. I know, and I feel now even worse. Yeah. Speak, speaking of missing movies, uh, Ben, you didn't finish the movie you were supposed to watch last week. I watched everything but the last 20 minutes of The Talented Mr. Ripley, and Brad wouldn't let me talk about it yet because I hadn't finished it. Yeah. But you did finish it this I did week. finish it. I did finish it. <laughs> Whatever. Damn it. And what did you think of it? Uh, it's good. It's very good. Um, do you think Mr. Ripley is that talented? He he was clearly very talented. What is the movie about, Ben? So, for those of you that don't know, the talented Mr. Ripley stars Matt Damon, and he's basically tasked with going to find a playboy rich kid in Europe. It's set in the fifties, maybe. Sure, let's say fifties. Yeah, because it was a cl- class of fifty-three at Princeton. Uh, fifty-six. Whatever. And so you're right, the 50s. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, a father uh, mistakes him for somebody that went to school with his son, Dickie. And he says, Go find, hey, Tom Ripley, Dickie. go find my, my son, Dickie, in Europe. I'll pay you $1,000. And instead of doing that, he ends up impersonating Dickie and trying to just live that life and be him. But he's also a psychopath and decides that it's better to murder people to keep the ruse going than it is to like just be himself. And it's 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 very. It could only have been set in the fifties, or sixties, or seventies. As soon as the technology comes around, where it's easier to get a hold of people, this movie falls. You can't make this movie today. Maybe it it, it would be really fun to see how you would, could cleverly try to do this. Yeah, but it's a lot of like. I mean, people get catfished all the time these days. But to keep it going for that long with intimate circles of friends and things like that, people that know each other, he just it it was very good in that way. I did. I enjoyed it. The performance is good, and I don't. I'm not in love with uh, um, uh, old Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. I don't really like her at all. But I actually liked her in this movie. I thought mm-hmm. she was good. She's giving it. Um, My celebrity crush is in here. Uh, Kirsten Dunst, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Which which one? Who is it? It's not Kirsten Dunst. Who is it? No, Kirsten Dunst. Isn't Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, young love, Kate Blanchett. I love Kate Blanchett. Yeah, and one of my favorite character actors in this, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Nope, oh. Philip Baker Hall. Is he the? Is he? Does he play the, the the, Jack the the guy with the black hair? No, he's an old guy. He plays Alvin. He's really the father. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know that. Is. He's the one walking around with the monks. He was in a movie. One of my favorite movies he was in was uh Fifty Fifty. He was in there and he was a cancer patient. and He did really well in there. Alvin, but he's, Alvin and the monks. He's got a lot of uh, great character actor roles. Talented Mr. Ripley. It's true. Very solid movie. I liked it a lot. Disturbed at all in any of it? No. Uh, it it was. It wasn't that kind of movie for me personally. I just I found it. Um, the order I found it, of the face, guy. Yeah, me. that the the order of the face is, is a, a really aggressive scene. But again, I've seen a lot of stuff since then. I think maybe like just a lot of gore. 
Um, but yeah, it's good. Plus, he's coming off Greasy Strangler, so mm, yeah, it's really hard to. It's still living in your psyche. It is. Um, I watched uh, quite a few. <laughs> Lots movies. of therapy about yeah, that. One. Honestly, <laughs> talked to my therapist quite a bit about it. Speaking of Philip Baker Hall, have you guys seen Magnolia? No. I feel like I have, but I don't know if I have. I haven't seen Magnolia or Vanilla Sky. Those okay. are my two big Tom Cruise misses. Interesting. You might get that pretty soon. Okay. It's a long one, just you know, but it's, know. but it's worth it because Paul Thomas Anderson. So. Uh, okay, fine. You like Paul Thomas Anderson? Uh, so, complete opposite movie of the talented Mr. Ripley. Power I, Rangers. I watched The Brothers Solomon. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> which is a 2006 comedy. <laughs> uh, direct- oh, that is not the movie I yeah. thought it was going to be. Directed by uh, Bob Odenkirk, actually, starring Will Forte and J- uh, Will uh, Arnett as uh, really stupid brothers. Wait, that- is this because this was on Smartless? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. How have I heard of this recently? Yeah, so I was listening to Smartless, and Bill Hader was on, yeah. and they were talking about this movie and how Bob Odenkirk was like, couldn't stop laughing at Will Forte on a recumbent bike. And I was like, what movie is this? And they're talking about how fun, how much fun it was to make. I could see that this movie would have been hilarious to make. Not hilarious to watch. It is a bad movie. I did laugh out loud at a few scenes, but oh my God. It's got a young, uh, what's her name from Watchmen? Madeline My- Ackerman. Uh, Malin Ackerman. She's Ackerman. gorgeous in the this fir- film. She's the first famous person I met in Hollywood. She, Yeah, she's very, very pretty in this film. Um, and Kristen Wiig is in it, and she's fantastic. Um, it actually has a ton of people. Yeah, in it. It, uh, it's it's a it's a good premise, but it's just it's it just doesn't. What's work. it about? Two brothers that are homeschooled, and they're just like their dad loves them very much, but um, he he just was not a great father in that way because like when they were kids, they're like we want to live where Santa Claus lives now that mom's dead. So he moves them to the North Pole, and he homeschools them and t- teaches them the ways of the world. Okay. so they're socially very inept. And uh, Will Arnett's character thinks of himself a Lothario. He is not. And uh, Will Forte is just in his corner the whole time. Like, it's that scene from Dumb and Dumber where uh, they're on the bike and he's like, You do that and you, you totally redeem yourself. And you think he's going to get mad, but he yeah. doesn't. Will Forte's character does that constantly. Is, it, is this like a Meyer brand uh, Dumb and Dumber? A little bit. It's just, it, it just doesn't work on a lot of levels because. Uh, the universe that they build within this, it falls apart pretty quickly when in the real world, nothing like this would, would could even possibly happen. And it's, it's just it's a lot of just silliness. Do you know that, who this was written by? Ugh, I don't know. Will Forte. I mean, I get that. That, it, it, that tracks. Great. That tracks. <laughs> Will Forte. Um, he's great. Uh, I love Will Forte's comedy. It just doesn't come across in broad appeal. Uh, like when they try to make a broad comedy like this. Now, they also uh, reteamed, not, not Will Forte, but Bob Odenkirk and Will Arnett, the following year let's go to prison let's go to prison which i am a defender of i think that's a funnier movie i still haven't seen it i haven't either um but it's a, it's it's a kind of a, a rinse and repeat of this because there's a lot of shared actors in it um dax shepherd who's in this one uh, uh chai Mc, is it chai mcbride shy shy chai mcbride uh yeah so i watched the brother solomon i also watched the movie air i uh, just watched that one uh just What'd finished it an hour Brad, ago Brad and I now, this is the prequel to air but <laughs> yep it's good. It's very good. I, I I really liked it. It flew by. Now had it had, flew by. It's two hours. It yeah. felt like half an hour. Had so, you have heard of Michael Jordan before you watched it? I had it. not. And so this is pretty pretty aggressive. You know what I what I liked about this is the the it's a it's a character study on so many levels. Like there are so many great characters in this in this film, and they 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 are all very lived in, and they all 
it's so believable to see their relationships with each other. And it they didn't have to explain who they were. You just kind of got that Jason Bateman's character and uh, Matt Damon's character have been around this block a few times. And you you know that Phil Knight and Sonny Vaccaro have been around the block together. Yeah. You could just feel it. It didn't need to be expressly said. And I love movies like that where all the characters feel immediately welcomed and, and lived in. And Viola Davis crushes as Michael Jordan's mother. Mm. She, and then, honestly, I don't know the guy, of course, that plays uh, James Jordan. He's great. I've seen archival footage of him, and that's the man. He was affable and nice and kind of went along with it, And but uh, Mrs. Jordan ran that household for sure. Just, yeah. It's awesome. Um, I, I just really enjoyed it. It was just a very, very good movie. I highly encourage Bailey wasn't looking forward to it, and she was like, I'm really glad we watched that. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. My two favorite parts are uh, the, the phone call between... Uh, oh yeah, Chris Messina. And, Chris Messina and Matt Damon. steals this movie. He's so good. The scenes he's in, he's so good. And but when he when he just yells and unleashes, talks about eating his nuts. That's hilarious. And then of course, I love it because it doesn't end with hanging up either. Yeah, they yell at each other, and he's like, "I don't know, man. You don't want to. You don't. You don't even want to be around my therapist." <laughs> it's great. Uh, and then of course, Matt Damon's monologue at the oh, end too that he, he gives to Jordan. Man, I wish I was that good at coming up with stuff on the spot like that. Oh wait, I am. <laughs> wow, what the fuck was that? Yeah. That's one of the most arrogant things you've ever said. Air again. Yeah. He made it worse. <laughs> like it was already bad because he was being such a douchebag. And then he made one of his stupid ass dad puns. I love it. No, air. Uh, nine out of ten. Go see it. Is there any way that I can have more of those chips? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought before you threw it over there that you just took a stack and just put them next to you and you were oh, going to yeah. start. That would have been there. really funny. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, so I watched Air. I watched uh, Brother Solomon, um, and then I was I was. Uh, Did uh, you work this week or what? I, I didn't. I took a lot of time <laughs> off. Uh, Laporte Seems Gutter is going under. I uh, I I watched my assigned movie as well, which was can't remember. Oh wow. yeah, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. There was a scary movie that I have seen that you had not. So I, I yeah, I was so confused as to why I was being assigned a scary movie by Nate Lauks, and then I watched it and I was like, oh, it's a legal drama, mm-hmm. and there's a few scary parts in it. Um, decently paint by numbers, but I still enjoyed it. I never wanted to turn it off ever. I, I was invested the whole way through. I want. I will, t- was, I will tell you, decently wrote. When we drove yesterday to see the next movie that we're going to talk about, Ben was less complimentary about this movie when we were talking about it. So I, did you not just hear what I just said? It was decently wrote, but paint by it's decently by written. I think. <laughs> but paint by numbers. That's a good joke. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's a good joke. No, but it, it's pretty paint by numbers. And but the performances are good. And and uh, Tom Wilkinson especially is. He didn't say anywhere near as much. No, what he said yesterday was he's like, have you seen it lately? Because it's not that good. That's what he said. Have you it seen does, it, Brad? It, huh? Have you seen it? I, so I, I didn't see it when it came out. I saw it years later, and I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I, I think it's a nice mix of it's, legal, the legal drama formula and horror. One of the earliest films of Scott Derrickson, who yeah. I like. I like Scott Derrickson. He does some good stuff. But um, I stand behind it. It's, a, it's paint by numbers, pretty rote. But I, I, I enjoy paint by numbers. I, mean, I enjoy the performance. Maybe a little bit, but you guys see more horror I think, films. Than I, I do, think the exorcism stuff is paint, more paint by numbers. But the legal but drama stuff. That's is a what I'm more saying. Is they took they took an exorcism theme yeah. and and said. And what I liked about this is it's based on a true story, kind of, right? So this yeah. idea that um, this family, based on their beliefs and based on this idea given to them by priests, starves their daughter essentially to death. I did. It, I did like that. I didn't know 
where they were going That's in, what I in like the lead defense of it when she decides that she's going to make it. So, sorry, the story is <laughs> that uh, a woman dies in the care of her priest and her family rather than seeing, seeking medical attention. And they, they say that an exorcism had failed. Uh, and it's not that the priest had beaten her or anything like that, but she was mal- malnourished and she died uh, of self-injurious behavior and malnutrition, which is, of course, uh, psychosis and epilepsy, maybe, instead of being demons. Mm-hmm. And so the the prize-winning lawyer that defends the the father in this, uh, father, the, the priest in this movie, because the father is also involved with, uh, that trusted the priest to, to look over his daughter or his care, care. Um, at the end of the day, she leans into the demons are real defense. And that was the most engaging part of the film. Laura Linney, who yeah. does a great And she, she does great. Again, the, the character acting, uh, character work in this film is good. And the, the, I've seen that woman, the, the girl that plays Emily. It's Jennifer Carpenter. Uh, but I don't remember what else she's been in. She's from Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I never. Dexter's sister. She's also married to uh, Scott Avitt from the Avitt Brothers. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, some every day. Nate, do you believe in exorcisms? No. No? No. And he's not Catholic. There's never been anything that you've seen that like makes you question it? No, and I, I've kind of always wanted to, but no, I I've I have personally never have. I, I mean I've talked to like, you know, priests and things like that that are like, yeah, you gotta see what we've seen. But I'm like <laughs> You never heard of the shit, yeah, boy. I, I'd really like to see that then, but no, I've I've never <laughs> Oh frankly I'd like to see that. Um but no, I've I've never. What about I you, mean, Ben? Uh, no, in, in my in my profession, we do see a lot of demonic possession, but uh, you know that's usually when the kids don't get their way at the arcade. Because <laughs> yeah. you're, gutter- I want it now. Because you're gutter busters. We are gutter busters. Bust your gutters. Gutter busters. I mean, I, I've never seen like a ghost or anything. I've never seen like I've I've never had that experience. I know I know of rational people I've talked to that are convinced they have. Like oh, I mean, sure. like 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 skeptical people that I've talked yeah. to they're like I can't explain that thing right so I'm not denying that that experiences I am. happen I, I'm just saying like I'm, I'm I'm not calling their bluff or anything I'm just saying it's never happened to me and that's all I can speak for yeah that's sure. fair. uh well you know what I do believe in Brad family family yeah I believe in family you know why I believe in family tell me because I fast tend my seatbelt last night yeah you did and I saw fast X yeah, me too. With my good buddy Brad. Yeah, me, me too. too. Did you guys sit by each other? We were right next to each other <laughs> with our fat arms pushing up against yep. each other. <laughs> yep, and a, and a squirrely little woman sitting next to me, furious, and that's not a pun, furiously taking notes the entire film. Yeah. Brad doesn't, I, does he, when he goes? No, and <laughs> you shouldn't have to. Yeah, I don't, I've never I mean, okay, it. I'm sorry. I don't want to shit on how people do their process, but if you need to take that many notes watching The Fast and the Furious, get Go on. Okay, one of my favorite people in this world is a film critic, right? So, Brett. Brett oh, thanks, critic. Nate. Yeah, you are. Um, and so, <laughs> uh, but but I've only been to one film, but I had to laugh because there are so many just colorful characters. There are film critics have a <laughs> certain personality to them. Oh my um, god! And so the way they talk to each other, the way that you know, um, and so it was interesting. You go, we went into the bathroom because Brad and I went and seen Black Panther: What Kind of Forever. And already, literally, because you guys know I have to pee every 20 minutes. And so I, I went after the film, and immediately people are like, you know, I, I, I thought it was, you know, like dissecting this thing, like in the most pedantic way that I understand that's their job, but also just just living it for a while. It was fine. Also, <laughs> after seeing movies with press, I am so much less likely to, to trust Rotten Tomatoes. 
because I was in the press screening last night and there were critics sitting right close to us. And Tyrus Gibson would say the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. And this guy, <laughs> and like organically laughing for real. I thought the lines were funny. No. <laughs> this guy like two seats down. <laughs> and I'm like, what in the fuck? This guy, he's going to give this a, one of the funniest entries in the in this series so far. And I was like, that's a and then like New York Times. <laughs> no, Richard but, Roper. I mean, that's that's the whole reason, though, like. Rotten Tomatoes is great, great as like a surface level guide. No, find your, yeah, critic. find, find, the yeah, one that find, you find like. people that you actually agree with, like on a more yeah. intimate level. To say what I'm going to say a, th- a nice thing about Brad, I want I want everyone to know this, but I'm going to say something nice about Brad. One of the things that Brad does well that I don't think all film critics do is Brad understands the audience sometimes of films and says, well, of 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 course it didn't seem realistic. It was made for ten year olds, right? Yeah. Like it's okay to suspend some. Now you will, will also critique films made for ten year olds sometimes because yeah, was I mean Super Mario film. Brothers is a perfect example. Yeah, but but you 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 have nuance in your film review, or just say yeah, it was bonkers, but I had well, a lot of fun. The, we walked out and there was a guy that was like, well, that was just too much for me, and it's like oh. Fast 10, the movie you signed up to go see was now too So you walked out of Fast 9 going, that was just enough. <laughs> exactly. Fuck All off. right, guys, we've like, gone too far. Seriously, like that guy is m- the worst person. I, I don't, you, you signed up to go to see The Fast and the Furious. Like, that one was too much. Oh, go fuck yourself. No, the only question I have about this film is, uh, how does Cardi B do? Not great. Not, <laughs> ma- ma- mainly because she's not in it. <laughs> Wait, who is the, who she is, is in it. Cardi B is not in this one. She is. She's not in this one. Your Google is. Oh, is, is that no? That's fast nine. Yeah, your Google is. Wikipedia is, says she is. That's it, wrong. She's so in. she's she's uh, in a scene in Fast Nine where she like they they take they take the the the, the family. Should I, should I edit Wikipedia captive, right now? Because it says and it ends up it. being that they saved him instead. And yeah, she's in that truck. Yeah, and she's bad in that scene. And that's what I was remembering because I watched that. Oh, I sorry, I watched Fast Nine as well. To yeah, <laughs> to, to prepare, I did because I forgot what happened. the The budget on Fast Ten, and we're going to get into like some of the things you loved about this. Four hundred million, three hundred and forty million dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was my guess, that's a big Believable, yeah. but no, this. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know what to expect with the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, this movie is is a lot of fun. What um, didn't you expect? Uh, I didn't expect Jason Mo- Momoa to be so yep. good. Yep. Like I was, I was excited based on the trailer, just because it looked like he was going to be having fun. I was not expecting him to have anywhere near this much fun. He is chaos, unhinged, outlandish. Just he, he's sometimes silly. Sometimes he's like a cartoon character. Other times he's like a crazy serial killer. It's he's the Joker of the Fast and Furious franchise. It's the best villain they've ever had. It makes, he's he's hilarious. He's hilarious, and he's threatening. And it's just he just he just ruins Unhinged. ruins everything. It, Has, makes, it makes me happy because if the early reviews of Aquaman two are accurate, he's gonna get panned for that film, and he does well in this film. So maybe it's not him. Maybe it's just. I don't so... think that there are reviews of Aquaman two well, yet. <laughs> early screenings, early screenings of Aquaman two. Yeah, there aren't any of those. I think there are. They're not. Right? No, it comes out in it's August. Kind of, it's kind of my job, and there aren't no, any I, early screenings. You yet. should do your job better because I read it on on the on the internet. Yeah, it's not true. Like they, I read it on the internet. Maybe there was like there's like a Reddit leak of like a test screening with like. No, uh, they banned all those pages now. Okay, so then yeah, you all the pages I used to there get. There haven't on been my, any. Like, they don't do press screenings this I'm, far out. <laughs> I'm going to find it and send it to you. Um, Considering that the biggest movie probably of the summer, other than Indiana Jones, is Fast X, and the press screening was one week before the movie came out. I don't know that they're going to have... Can you not write 
because I, I I looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes. Can you guys not write anything on it? Yet? Oh, I can I can write whatever. So there I want. so there are um, <laughs> there are typically embargoes where they tell you like this is when reviews can start going live. So like some mm-hmm. people will see it you know a, a couple weeks beforehand. Usually, some people will see it at a a. Uh, a uh, a, a screening that is intended for people who are doing junket interviews and stuff like that, so that they can talk to the cast and director like competently and know what they're talking about. Um, but it you would sh- be so weird to not have seen the movie and some, then to try to. Some, I mean, well, I mean, sometimes it happens. It though. does happen, yeah. but it must be so hard compared because, like, yeah. imagine not seeing Jason Momoa's even trailer. Yeah, and then be like, so what was the experience like? Like, how'd you get into character? You'd have to ask yeah. the most basic questions for sure. Right? But yeah, this uh, he's just he's so good in this movie. I, I he has reason enough to see it. By yeah, by itself, he and like he he elevates it because he makes it so much more fun. Like he just he just blows up like the the formula. Like it still has a familiar formula, but like the stuff that you expect, he just like makes it go sideways because he's just you know ruining just every plan and everything that they have. The it's, most boring part of this film is Vin Diesel. He is just boning it in. Good. It's not it's not, it's not phoning in. It's, it's just it's he, the the the, the, the this is the problem with the franchise since Furious Seven, and it's that the the, <laughs> melod- the melodrama doesn't work as well anymore because the heart isn't there because Paul Walker's not there. And it's just silly. It's not silly. Sorry. It's just it's it's hollow. Yeah. Or or Vin Diesel just can't act. So, but but there's a charm to Vin Diesel that works for this character in the same way that like. Keanu Reeves's performance but works say, in the Matrix. I would say you work, know? or Sylvester work, Stallone kind of role. Yeah, like, work to like it used. I used to be okay with it. No, no, yeah, it's but, getting very tired. But I think it's getting tired because it doesn't have the emotional core that used to be exactly. there because, no. with Paul Walker. And and I honestly think that it's a disservice now for them to keep him alive as a character because now it's becoming a problem as to like where's Brian and <laughs> why isn't the villain targeting Brian and his family and if Brian and his family are safe all the time during all this why isn't everybody with Brian and his family <laughs> you know but Brian don't worry he'll still show up in a car every once in a while that you can't see for dinner <laughs> exactly <laughs> um it's weird. but yeah the the emotional stuff doesn't work as well anymore uh and it's like the 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 dialogue is all melodrama soap opera threatening kind it of is. stuff jason momoa makes that a lot more fun um the action sequences are off the chain Just, ridiculous again, fun so cool so insane the the sequence in rome or uh, that's like the first in the first act of the movie is w- like one of the best sequences of the franchise yeah, it's, it's and, and a lot of it is because it echoes fast five like, yeah and, and fast five is the best movie in the series they, so. so they finally do have to do and this is keeping it all very spoiler free uh they do finally have to kind of do a recap if if you're just joining us and you've never seen a yeah. Fast and Furious movie. They really do kind of a, a kind of a clever way in my head. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a fun, it's funny. kind of tongue in cheek way of like bringing you up to speed. It doesn't last very long, but it's good. Yeah, you know? we we were we had a, a, some good laughs when they were doing it. I mean, I was definitely side eyeing Brad a lot. Like, are we fucking doing this right now? Yeah. We're gonna replay the first seven, ten. Movies? The, the question that I have though is, how is uh, friend of the pod Mike Flores gonna like this? So Mike Flores is gonna love this because it's it 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 does ratchet up the action and the. Uh, silliness, uh, and and Mike loves a good villain more than most. He respects that. We talk about the MCU. Is it because he's got such a good heart? It, it's true. The the better the person, the the more you like a good villain. And Mike is probably the best of us, and so that's why he enjoys a good villain. We have had private conversations about the strength or weakness of a Marvel movie is the villain, and so that's why I'm so excited for him to see this. Uh, by the way, uh, he he's they're having a baby today. Mike and Elise Flores, friends of the pod. I think Elise is having the baby. Well, sorry. Elise is having a baby today. Congratulations, Mike and Elise. If you are listening to this while you're, you know, nursing your newborn at 4 a.m., uh, we Mike. love you vote. We love you very much. And uh, congratulations on the on the baby. And thanks for naming uh it Brad. 
No, it's it's flicks. Like, like go flicks yourself. Oh, okay. I was like the bug from Bugs Life. <laughs> Flick. Wow. It's our podcast, but yeah, it's definitely named after the bug from Bugs Life. I've never heard anybody with that stupid fucking name before. So Flick? No, there's a Flicks. bug in Bugs Life. Uh, <laughs> is it? Is it one of the characters in a Christmas Story? Uh, Flick. That's true. See, and that gets stupid as shit. So, <laughs> isn't that the one that licks the? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Flicks, licks, Flicks, licks. So, uh, Fast X. So, if you like Fast Nine, Fast Eight, Fast Seven, Five, Six, Fast Five, you're gonna like Fast X. I, fa- you- I mean, Fast X is better than Fast Eight because Fast Eight's not very good. Fate of the Furious. Uh, Fast Nine was was pretty good. This is this is better. This is uh, it's not quite as good as Fast Five, but because it does you know echo some of what what happens because of the story, it's 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 very it's, good. Would it, you rank this better or worse than Tokyo Drift? <laughs> so there are there's a before uh, Fast Five and there's an after Fast Five when you rank these movies now yeah. in my head. And so from five on, now it is seven, five, six, ten, eight, nine. <laughs> so you think dumb. seven is sorry, the best? Huh? Sorry, sorry, seven is the best. I, I like seven a lot. It's to me. It's seven. Sorry, I'm gonna do it again. Seven, five, six, ten, nine, eight. Now, did you guys find when you were watching this that most of this film was rooted in reality of car chases? Yes. Oh, for sure. I've seen the plenty, physics, the plenty of cars do what these cars yes. do. Yes. Um, John Cena is uh, uh, fantastic as well. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like he chews scenery. It's great. I didn't really like his storyline in this one. Actually, it's it feels shoehorned in, but my, his performance is good. The his that that whole storyline. I I disagree. His I, performance wasn't good, and I don't really like him in this honestly because it felt mm-hmm. like it was such a departure from what his character was in Fast Nine, and like oh, that's fair. Even even at, it, it, with him being part of the family now, family, like it it just feels like all of a sudden he's just the goofy uncle. Like this felt like it was from like a a family friendly road trip adventure. And honestly, Brad did lean in and he goes, "That's a whole different movie." Yeah. All right, there you go. So Fast X, it comes out this week. Uh, you, you should see it on the big screen. Oh, it's, it's the kind of movie that's made for theaters. It really is, and we had a really good time seeing it. I'll see it again with Bailey. And uh, I cannot stress enough how much fun Jason Momoa is. Oh my movie. god! And also, uh, there are a couple of fun, just really fun cameos that don't mean anything. Like that, they're just worthwhile. Just like, oh, I can't believe she's in it. He's in it. Whatever. Cardi B. Like, uh, it's Cardi B. And yeah. stick around for the mid credit scene. Yeah, mid credit scene, very fun. It is a good one. Yeah. There you go. So that. Any more of those chips? Nate, are you going to see Fast X? No, because I didn't see Fast 9. But Or, or Fast 8. But <laughs> I was going to say, have you seen any of them? Uh, I've seen the first three. That's it? Or four, maybe. Yeah, maybe first three. Or four. You, you watch the worst ones? Yeah, you haven't seen the best movies in the franchise? Well, guys, typically when you watch movies that aren't that great, you don't go on to the 10th one. I mean, he's not wrong. I, listen, <laughs> I respect it, but you're also wrong. Five gets just infinitely better because they. If I were, the that's rock. what everyone says, and I was trying to get there, and I'm like, I just can't do this anymore. Like, you honestly just, don't need to see the fourth one if you haven't. You I can even, just, just jump to five. Okay, I, I even tried to convince my boys to watch it with me. I'm like, guys, no. let's do this. Just do, five. and they lost interest in it. So in four, yeah, three, yeah, yeah. F- fuck four. Yeah, just jump watch to five. Five, okay. five, it, five is a, a literal game changer. It okay. really is. They introduced the Rock, and he's fantastic. Do you? Oh yeah, should we rank Hobbs and Shaw in there? No. Okay, fine. Let's watch some trailers. Hey, wait, hold on, real, real quick. What's your ranking after five? I five, seven, six, ten, nine, eight. Okay, we're one off. That's okay. Yeah. Trailer time. You can do it. No, I'm not. Trailers with Brad, Ben, Nate. That's us. Brad, Ben, 
What is that? Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. Oh, okay. I like that. <laughs> like, I had to explain myself, and they're like, yeah, no, that's okay. I'll, you I'll, know, I'll, you trail uh, time. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners of the podcast know that Brad picks our trailers, and we watch the trailers, and then we have to comment on the trailers. And Brad, you pick. You said trailers almost as many times you said dreams earlier. Yeah, family, family, family. <laughs> you pick some trailers here that aren't that great. What? What? Okay, well, agree to fucking yeah. kick you off the show. Every Not even party has a poop breath where we invited you, Nate Laux. I want some more chips. All right, so... Um, Which trailers did we watch, Nate, you bum fuck? Whoa! <laughs> Let's Jeez, start with then fine. Let's start with the sequel. They're both sequels, actually. The Meg Two. Uh, no, Attra- Extraction Two. We're starting with. Oh, oh. Fine. Jeez. Okay, fine. Yeah, whatever. Apparently, what I hear from Brad, the most handsome man in Hollywood. Yeah. 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 I, sure. Chris Hemsworth. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying I was the most handsome man in Hollywood. Would that be funny if you're walking around? Hey, uh, uh, Brett Roman, most handsome person. <laughs> I wish that I was that handsome. Oh, wait, I am. Uh, did you guys like Extraction? I thought it was only okay. No, I loved it. I, I didn't love it. I, I think I, I thought think, it was okay. I think that the action sequences are spectacularly choreographed. Otherwise, it's a it's a pretty you know. But that's all it is. Typical. And that's why I loved movie. it. Yeah, and that, I didn't love the movie because of that. But I was impressed by how they shot the action and how well choreographed. I think that we are just were. so spoiled with so many great action movies now. That's what it's I'm saying. easy I for this to get lost in the. In the I, I, I just feel like you can have a good plot and a good action movie. Yeah, I it's agree a, with it's that. A, it's it's a like I don't think Extraction is anywhere near as good as any of the John Wick movies. No, no, no. Nope, exactly. But the the realism of the of the the action scenes and, and the the things that they're doing are it's different enough yeah. that it's it's still so worthwhile. I've seen that movie like four times. I Jesus. really enjoy it. Oh, really? No, see, I, it, it's like a go to for me late at night if I'm just trying to like unwind and watch some jerk off stupid shit. <laughs> I mean, I love Chris Hemsworth. I oh, love, Tyler, Tyler. I love Chris Hemsworth. I love revenge movies. I bet you a friend of the pod, Tyler Whitney's gonna like that part of the podcast and rewind it. <laughs> Tyler, it's it's. I th- I don't think it's a good movie. I think Extraction is a great movie. I really Ooh. do. Oh. I, I love it. Oh. I really do love it. Oh. It's a good movie. But... You took you took Brad on your side and just got him off your side. No, right it's now. a great movie. No, it's a good movie. It's a good action movie. It's fine. I like it. The uh, did the, you think it needed a sequel? I mean, I'm interested in a sequel because they did a good job with the first one, and I'm I'm if anything, I'm a little more interested than I would have been because. I recently learned that they did a 21-minute single-take sequence in this one, which is longer than the previous uh, single-take sequence they did, which was a very impressive one in the first movie. So I want to see what it is and how they pulled it off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Joe, I think Joe Russo wrote this, right? Yeah, and then and both him and Anthony Russo produced it, and it's uh, directed by Sam Hargrave, who is a very experienced stuntman. And He's Captain America's stunt double. Yep. I read that I think the Russo brothers have plans of maybe making a TV series or like actually making a world out of this. Sure. Um, also, friends of the pod, Ben and Susan, have another podcast called Life in the Credits and uh, director Sam Har- Hargrave. Is that mm-hmm. his word? He was on their show. Yep. They interviewed him. That's a him. big deal. So so it's, it's a huge deal. And they were saying that because it's an audio podcast, obviously, but they were doing <laughs> like a, a Zoom with him so they could see... Uh, extraction two was being edited in the background, so he had to, like the monitors up, and I'm like, "Did you see anything?" And he's like, "No." Just like you see Chris Hemsworth, like kind of his side of his face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like any spoilers? <laughs> no, Ben. Oh, sorry. I just I watched the trailer. The the action does look good. It's great, right? but there was nothing about the film that I'm like, oh, 
There's no char- new characters. There's no like. I mean, there's a bunch of new characters. I mean, I'm just saying, but there was nothing funny. There was nothing like. It's not there's a comedy. Nothing that, comedy. Yeah, no one, know, no, no, no one's in there. That man, dram- did you guys see Extraction? That was hilarious. I, I loved it. I, I the, don't dislike. Did you see the part when he got shot in the head? Fucking cracked oh my me God. up. As I don't a, dislike a little bit of comedy in an action film. Okay? I don't either, but I don't need comedy to enjoy an action film. Well, you better make it good then. They didn't. It, they what? I liked. I liked Extraction. It's fine. It's you're great. Be, you're see. You're being too negative, and Ben. I feel like I have a devil angel situation. <laughs> on my thing trying to convince me about extraction. Ben says it's the best movie he's ever seen. Funniest guy in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> That's inside baseball. Uh, this is the best action movie of all time. <laughs> I, I'm I'm interested to see. I, I'm not saying like I'm jazzed about it, but you know, I, I like the first one enough to be interested in the second one. Me no. too. Um, if you can't tell, me too. <laughs> hey, Jay, Brad, real quick. You have any, any more of the chips? Uh, <laughs> all right, that's it. Third time's joke's done. <laughs> Ruined it. Now, speaking of a great movie coming up. Okay. Back okay. to the trench. No, no, no. You can't. No, you can't be serious. Oh, I'm serious. <laughs> you think this looks better than Extraction? I didn't say that. But I think this looks fucking awesome. <laughs> this looks like Sharknado 8. This no. Looks, it looks so I am with it looks Ben so, on this. This looks so hokey. It looks so hokey. cheesy. It looks so It is hokey. supposed to be. Did you see the first one? No, yeah, but no, that, no. honestly, the production value looks terrible here. No, it Compared to. No, it doesn't. No, I, didn't, I didn't find the first one yeah, hokey. No, I didn't find the, the first one the hokey. The first one definitely is hokey. It's, it's hokey in the way that like certain Godzilla movies are, that certain monster movies are, like Deep Blue Sea. Like, but this, the, it's it's fun. It's like it's high The first action. one, yes. If you're talking about the yeah. first one, yes. And the second one it, is more of the uh, same. It, no, the no. first one took itself uh, seriously enough, though. You didn't pay attention to it. <laughs> no, I mean it, they were. I I defend this a little bit because in the first one they hid the shark for a lot of it, and then the, it was this menace. Now with this one, it's like. Hang ten, dude. The Meg's on the beach. Yeah, like, yeah you I'm see the, fine with that. You, okay, but let's let's just not put this in the theater and put it on Sci-Fi where it belongs. Exactly. No, fuck that. I want to see this on a big screen with a big bucket of popcorn, and I want to have. How fun. many of the Sharknados have you seen? None, and I refuse to. Why? Why? Because this, this is, is exactly it. what this, this is. is. It. No, this it's is Sharknado this is not, with Jason is, Statham. It's not it. This is this is Jason Statham presents Sharknado. <laughs> this is nowhere near as ridiculous, even though it does have ridiculous. It things is in every it. bit. Did you see Jason Statham? Like throwing a javelin while on his nothing like, is does more, riding away. Ride a <laughs> wave and throw a javelin. Yes, nothing. It's not a javelin. It's a harpoon. They're in the fucking ocean. <laughs> Why the fuck would you have a javelin, you assholes? Use some logic. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing more ridiculous in this trailer than in any of the Fast and Furious movies, and I'm thoroughly entertained by those. I I I get what this movie is trying to do. I am smelling what it's selling, and I like it. <laughs> I am smelling what it's selling, it just, it and lo- I like it. It looks like a lot Brad of fun. Oman. It looks like Can a. Can you tweet that? Yeah. I am smelling <laughs> what they're selling, and I like it. No, it's. I, I think it looks like a lot of fun. I love the use of uh, of uh, poor CGI bar- barracuda in it. Poor CGI. Um, I'm I'm not going to be critical of of visual effects in movies for the most part because they're always unfinished when it comes to trailers. They're, they're, they look as good as they can by the time the trailer needs to come out. They're not sure. final movie quality. It's not going to look great when it comes. I don't out care. Either. I don't. I don't care. Okay, I, but that's fine. But I do not care. Why did you not watch Sharknado? Why, because it looks way worse. Guess what movie you'll be assigned this next is, time we do this? I won't ever watch it. Any of the Sharknados? I'll, I'll, no, not even close. I'll watch it for you. Not even close. Do it. Watch them all for me. Feel free. <laughs> Fucking pile them on like Chef Boyardee. Um, I like Chef Boyardee. Uh, yeah, because he loves fucking pasta. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're really off the rails tonight. Uh, what can I say? I'm feeling Momoa. 
Um, it, but yeah, no, I, I think this looks like a lot of fun. Like it, it's supposed to be silly, mindless, you know, and I, I like the director who did this. His name is Ben Wheatley. Uh, you may not have seen some of the stuff he's done, but he's done movies like Free Fire and Kill List and Sightseers. He's very good at doing brutal action mixed with dark comedy. Uh, and I can see him doing something like this and cause like feeling like a, uh, kind of a piranha, but with some sharper teeth, you know, and not, not... <laughs> no asshole piranha with sharper teeth come on that was i know but i wasn't intending it that way <laughs> oh excuse us that was a good pun yeah excuse you make, make sure that we, i'm on board with the puns that i make you know what extraction sucks okay calm it Fucking down dumpster fire <laughs> whoa i'm telling Come dumpster fire I, oh don't <laughs> i'm telling chris hemsworth you said that hey guys i i have a i have a game inspired by the meg too Let's do it. Ah, uh, let's play, y'all. All right. So this is uh, a game I'm calling Tweet Flicks. Hold um, on. Who's doing the game song? I'm not doing the game. Ben. It's Ben. I did the trailer song. Oh, he, you did? He, he, did do, he did do a pretty good job doing the Chippendale trailer song. After you had already done it. But I didn't do Chippendale. I did Rocket Man. What? Or not Rocket Man. Uh, Benny no. and the Jets. I really didn't want to. Is that what that was? <laughs> wow, dick move. I didn't want to not defend you there, so I just shut up. I was like, "Yeah." After I did Rocket Man, I'm like, "Yeah, that was right." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody, don't don't make fun of Brad for that. Like he 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 did good. He did he did a pretty good job doing Chippendale. So. Are there any are there any songs with shark in it? Shark. Ooh, games Play some games. Ding. serious games. We're gonna talk about movies and trailers. We do a pod, 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 podcast. Ooh, go fix yourself. All right, guys, we tried very hard. That's pretty good, actually. And honestly, I'm... Oh, wait, I think that's one of the best group efforts we've I know, had in a while. Do impressive. you hear it though? Everybody just turned off. <laughs> they just. I'll tell you. Off. You know what? I'm turned on. Uh, All right. So, so this is a game I'm calling Tweet Flicks Shark Shark Version. Shark Version. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I gotta go. And so the the way this is this is played is I actually use. Brad, by the way, just nice high notes. By the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you so really hit there. those. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it. You've been working high. on that. No, I try Good for you. So I put a the Wikipedia summary of this mm-hmm. movie. Into ChatGPT. Okay. And I asked it to form a summary that's shorter. Okay. Okay. Then I took that shorter summary and I said, <laughs> create a tweet out of this summary. Oh, Jesus. He really put some effort into that. Not yeah. really, because ChatGPT did it all. No, but he, but like he, like, made the there's layers. Yeah. 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 And so, like so what I'm going to do, yeah, dick move, man. Just like let him have his fun. You know, I, I, just, I think you're it's, just no. I think you're, it's everyone's oh, fun. Mate, you're, you're just you're, you're defending him because I normally defend him when you make fun of his games. No, because I appreciate that he's. I mean, I, I thought it was to be a new concept. Of I the love game. this. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. And so these are all movies Brent, that have sharks in them. Okay? okay. All right. So, for instance, this is the tweet that ChatGPT gave me for this film. We need a buzzer, though. Uh, flug, chomp. Okay. All right. So. Oh wait. By the way. Ben is flug. Brad is chump. Okay. So the way this goes is I will read the tweet. If you get it right, you get two points. If okay. you don't, if nobody gets that, I will go to the summary that it gave me. Ah. You get one point for that. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Shit. I like it. All right. Wait, am I chomp or flug? You know. You're, yo, come on. <laughs> the hunt is on. Follow the thrilling adventure of police chief Martin Brody. Chomp. You <laughs> said mine, so no, no. he buzzed in. No, for yeah, me. he did. You did say yeah, that's, 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 that's Jaws. It's Jaws. 
No, but honestly, you know what I did? I mean, did you say they, flump? No, but when you guys, you probably can't even hear because we talked to each other. I said honk. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember. So this is I the tweet so that summarizes Jaws from ChatGPT. <laughs> the hunt is on. Follow the thrilling adventure of Police Chief Martin Brody, Marine Biologist Hooper, and Professional Fisherman Quint as they try to take down the Great White Shark, terrorizing Amity Island in the classic movie um, Jaws. Hashtag classic movie, hashtag thriller, hashtag adventure. Wow, it did hashtag, hashtags. Yeah, Amity Island. All right, moving on. Okay. After her mother's death, medical student Nancy Adams goes to a secluded beach. In Me- yeah. Fuck. The shallows. Yeah. Correct. I'll finish that. Goes to a secluded beach in Mexico and is attacked by a great white shark. She uses her wits to survive and is eventually rescued. A year later, she goes surfing in her family in Texas. Hashtag shark attack. Hashtag survival story. That one's not very good because it it tells you everything. (laughs) Yeah, she survives. Yeah, at least the Jaws one like left it open. Like, oh, what's going to happen? This one was like, hey, here's the ending. (laughs) The Shallows, good movie. It is. Very good movie. All right, so it's two to two. That's Blake Lively, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's awesome in that. Yeah. Oscar the Cleaner Ross bets on a seahorse race to pay off his debt. Flug. Yep. Uh, shark tail. Oh, fuck. Yep. But when he loses, he lies about killing a shark and becomes famous. With the help of his friend Angie and a vegetarian shark, Lenny, they stage a fake battle and become friends in the end. Hashtag shark slayer. Hashtag Oscar. Hashtag, hashtag shark, shark slayer. Yeah. Jesus. Hashtag Angie. Hashtag Lenny. Hashtag whale wash. Hashtag seahorse. That's race. too many hashtags. That's a lot of yeah. hashtags. Yeah, uh, ChatGPT likes his hashtags. Uh, Martin Scorsese is in Shark Tale. Yes, he is playing himself. Yeah, basically. <laughs> He's. Uh, did you know there's an eyebrow fish? Evidently. <laughs> so, Ben four. I have a four. Yeah. Yeah. Brad two. Yes. The group thought they were researching mako sharks to chomp. Help. <laughs> yep. Deep blue sea. Correct. Uh, the group thought they were researching Mako sharks to help make, with it's Alzheimer's. Make, it's Mako sharks. Mako sharks. But things quickly went wrong when one of the sharks escaped. Only a few survived using explosives to kill the last shark and escape on a boat. Hashtag. Wow, spoiled wait, again. Wait, wait. Hashtag Alzheimer's. <laughs> hashtag it's Mako Alzheimer's sharks. research related. Hashtag escape. Hashtag chaos. Hashtag survival. They really missed the shark slayer one for that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's another one. Uh, so it's 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. yeah. Finn and his friends bravely faced off against a series of tornadoes with sharks Plug. in them. Yep. Sharknado. Yep. What? To save Los Angeles from flooding. Hashtag Sharknado. Hashtag heroic friends. Hashtag Los Angeles. Hashtag brave journey. These hashtags suck. Hashtag brave, brave journey. <laughs> like that was Lord of the Rings? Ugh. All right. Brave little toaster. Just a couple more. So you, what is that now? Six. Six four. Just I'm like, my, my favorite basketball player. Lisa and Who, Case. Wait, hold on. Who's 6'4 that you're your favorite basketball player? I don't player? know. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa and Kate's shark diving trip in Mexico turns tragic when the witch. 47 yep. meters down. Wow, you are yeah. good at shark movies. We actually watch a lot of them. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Bailey and I like horror movies, and we really like well, shark plus movies. Plus, you and Mike and Elise celebrate Shark Week all yeah, the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking just rub one out to them all the time. <laughs> so, That'd be, Hey, that's a friend of the pod, Mike and Elise, and their new baby. Hey, how many points? Eight. How many points does Brad have? Two. Four. Four. Fuck you. No, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. You, you have half my points. You're eight, gonna, eight, you're eight gonna, four, the, the height of my <laughs> favorite <laughs> Amazon Roger uh, Roger uh, Wadlow. <laughs> Of our beloved a, friend of the podcast, Your Game Warrior Son. No, right. no, he was only seven seven. It's George. 
Daniel <laughs> and Susan's scuba diving vacation turns into a fight for survival. Will they make it out alive? <laughs> yep. Open water. Wow. Damn. Dang. Um, let's see. Just a couple more. <laughs> Uh, here we go. Actually, you know what it is? What? 10-4, good buddy. Peter Galkey. Nope, nothing. And his crew go on an epic adventure to find Bigfoot in Ecuador. From shark attacks to run-ins with pygmies, this wild journey is full of surprises. Hashtag Bigfoot, hashtag Ecuador, hashtag adventure. That one's a stumper. Chomp. Oh, chomp. Oh. Bigfoot versus Megalodon. No. Oh. Do you have a guess? I don't. I'll All right. Know. You guys can both guess on the summary. Oh, wait. Then I will guess. I'm sorry. I thought that maybe yeah, I was the yep. only one because he already ruined his chances. No, but, no, okay, you guess. Um, let's go with... Uh... Great radio. <laughs> Real good. By the way, really, really, glad, we're really, glad we, really glad we waited for this. Let's go with... Good guess here. Can't wait for this one. It's going to be good. <laughs> Fantasy Island. That was worth the wait. No. Well, I tried. Jesus Christ. Peter Galkey. This is the summary that JetGBT gives yeah. based on it. All right. Peter Galkey, the host of a failing nature program, tries to save the show by going on a wild adventure to find Bigfoot in Ecuador. Along the way, they encounter various mishaps and setbacks, including a shark attack and a Flute. run in... Strange Wilderness? Correct. Wow. Starring who? That would be Steve Zahn. And who? Seth Green. No. Matthew Laird, Lillard. Matthew no. Lillard. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill and uh, Steve Zahn were in uh, Strange Wilderness. They were the, the main two? Uh, well, I thought main, it was a, a triumvirate. Alan Covert is uh, the sound man for Strange Wilderness. One of Adam Sandler's buddies. Ah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy that, in Grandma's Boy. Uh, Jonah Hill is the equipment manager, Kevin Heffernan. Yeah, from Super Troopers. Mm-hmm. Did Plays Farva. Yeah, Farva. Did okay. This is a Happy Madison production. I was gonna say these are like, and I think he's been in uh, Happy Madison stuff before too. So, um, Kevin Heffernan. I thought so. No, no. Trust me, I know my Happy Madison <laughs> productions. I, I actually really do, and uh, he's not in. Justin it. Long is in it. Jeff Garland, Ernest Borgnine, uh, Seth Rogen is the voice of a ranger in a helicopter. Of course he is. Yeah, that's Why what he's we? most known for. Yeah. That's the first thing I think of when I think of like, You down there. <laughs> and John Farley, who is? Chris Farley's brother. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. How many points did you get? Uh, uh, yeah, Baker's dozen. <laughs> How many points did you get? 12 to 4. Yeah, I, I stuck at 4. <laughs> I didn't want to shoot for the moon on this one. 12-4, bad buddy. Congratulations, Thanks. Ben. You are the winner of um, whatever I called that game. <laughs> Tweet Flicks, shark version. Yeah, I love Tweet it. Tweet Flicks, shark version. Shard, shard, shard version. Shard version. Guys, we did it. We did it. We got a whole episode. Guys, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm feeling kind of sexy. You know what I'm feeling why like? Are you, why are you reading a book? Uh, well, I'm reading a book because, uh, you know, I, I teased you about this. I told you I was gonna. I was thinking about doing this. Ooh. When I was at a bookstore. No. I found a book on the shelf called Adult Movies. Mm. Rating hundreds of the best films for home video and cable. <laughs> Yeah. No, this, okay, Nate, you cannot do that. Go this on. no this alphabetical is not, collection. This ASMR is not working for of me. Of reviews mm. oh, no. of softcore pornography. <laughs> how do you, how are you going to turn this into a game? 
Oh, this isn't the game. This is, <laughs> a, this Brad, is, this is my life. This is just every I'm episode. Gonna, he's reading a new chapter. This is something I'm going to do every now and then. Maybe it's once every a minute. Ba- basically, just if I'm feeling real hey, horned. What, what time are we at? Are we at uh, well over? Where, where? We just cut all this. If I'm feeling horned up, I'm going to do. <laughs> and you know what? I'm glad that I picked this one because it works perfect wow, with the Meg. Wow. This is uh, a review for Sex Boat, directed by Svetlana, and it has Kelly Nichols, Candy Wait, Barber, and Randy a West. Single. Name director? That's right. And her name is Svetlana. Uh, this the great movie, Sv- this is basically Svetlana. a retelling of an already bad idea. TV's The Love Boat. Also, by the way. Don't interrupt me. Stop no, interrupting. I'm talking about Hold Sex on. Boat and Hold you're going to ruin my fucking buzz. Hold on. <laughs> I want to let every listener know he's really holding a book called Adult Movies that he bought at a bookstore. This isn't a bit. Why would I make this up? I, it just sounds like something you would do. I'm not going to make up a review about Sex Boat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Alex Pappas' This job. is basically a retelling of an already bad idea, TV's The Love Boat. It does, however, have some good erotic sequences and is somewhat entertaining. Two stowaways hide out on an all-woman luxury liner. Naturally, many ladies are intrigued by the two and indulge themselves with great abandon. The guys are finally found out and tossed into the brig, but later released to help fight some pirates. The premise allows a lot of sexual situations, and the makers of this picture capitalize on it with great zeal. Randy West and Robert Lyon do a nice job playing two roosters in a hen house. (laughs) (laughs) Two roosters in a hen house. The movie is packed with gorgeous model types in smart naval suits, giving it a titillating quality. But the movie is more silly than funny. Mm. Wow. You know what? Good for Svetlana. Putting herself out there and directing. Yeah, two stars for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Buck and Roger, or whoever the hell those two guys were. So that was... Adult movies. Oh my god! Mm. No, mm. no, no! And I'm sorry. I didn't know he was going to do this. I apologize to all the listeners, especially if you're driving with your kids in the car. That's weird. Uh, any final thoughts? I can't wait to see Sex Boat. <laughs> Nate. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Nah, cheating, eh?